Welcome to the first Hardworking Man podcast. We hope you guys will join us weekly as we just talk about what's going on here at Hardworking Man. We're clearly new at this podcast game, so we're going to stream this through Spotify, I believe, is what we decided, and also put it out on YouTube once a week. So we kind of want to hear back from you. What day should we release it on? What would be the best for you? Morning, afternoon, whatever. We want the most people to watch as possible. Or listen, because it's a podcast. So he doesn't really, admittedly, doesn't really have much to do with podcasts himself. He does watch them on YouTube, right? I watch podcasts on YouTube. I've never listened to a podcast on a podcast platform. Right. See, and I listen to podcasts every time I'm driving. So it doesn't really matter to me when things are released, because I listen to it whenever I'm driving everywhere. Morning, afternoon, it doesn't matter. So... We just kind of want to hear from you if you have any feedback. So go to our YouTube video and comment down there below so we can kind of streamline any and all comments and not have anything get lost if it gets put on a different platform. For anyone who's listening on a podcast and not on YouTube, on YouTube we just go by Hardworking Man, capital H, capital W, capital M, because I know if you search things differently, capitalization matters, and there is a space in between each word, so... Make sure to check us out on YouTube. We got a lot of videos on there, and that's what we're going to talk about a lot in our podcast. Speaking about YouTube, this past week we went to the Paul Bunyan show down in Ohio, and we had a lot of fun. Yes, it is a lot of fun. It was last year we only went for one night. We stayed one night. We came down for. We came down Friday, and we went home on Saturday. Yeah, this time we came down on Thursday. And then went home Sunday. So we had a totally different experience. And next year, I'd like to add maybe a day or two on the front end of that to go meet with people. Because the people make this show. And that's what we're going to share with you guys a little bit is some of the behind the scenes stuff. There's plenty of footage out there about the show. The machines, all that stuff is awesome. Videos of different content creators interacting, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. We had a lot of fun. But some of the behind the scenes stuff. You guys don't get to witness or enjoy Mm -hmm. unless you're there, and that's what it's all about. I mean, anybody who hangs out with us, I think, would agree we're a good time. And (laughs) (laughs) Self-promotion. I think you laugh. You laugh a lot if you're around us. We laugh a lot, so maybe it's just infectious, but we, and we're good at pranks. So, (laughs) So, we got there Thursday night, a little bit later than we wanted to. Rachel asked me, so what time do you want to get there? And I said, I want to get there at about 4 or 5 o'clock on Thursday. And if you know us at all, you know that means 8 or 9 or 10. We're never... I I thought we'd actually make it. I didn't think... When I say we're never on time... (laughs) It's right. Don't even. No, no. That's because you spent the whole night before, instead of getting ready, cutting down an apple tree. So you can't pass up free apple smoke or whatever. You kind of put us behind schedule. But anyway, so let's just dial it back a minute, real quick. So last year, we get down there on Friday night. The whole goal was to be on Dan from Back 40's Friday Night Live, which thank you for letting us be part of it, and you do an awesome job. But so last year, we wanted to get on the Back 40 live stream, get to know some people, get to talk to some people, and just... Be there for it. Yeah, be in this community because the community's awesome. Rachel had a real estate deal she was working on the whole way there. We got a late start, and we were scrambling. We didn't get to eat, which probably made the alcohol have more of an effect. On me especially. (laughs) So we get there, and that's what I didn't want to have happen this year, so... Let's go Thursday. We'll be there on Friday. Right. And we get there. Who was left up? Dick from Old Guy Firewood and his son Patrick were out at the mm-hmm. fire. Alan Family Firewood. Phil and Karen there. from Alan Family Firewood. 
And Brent. there were a couple people out there. And the, Brent from around the yard. Around the yard was there. And then a couple guys from VPAC who we well, got Well, they to didn't meet. show up until like... Uh, they showed up during the night as we were there. All right. So they were out there. But throughout the night, we're just at the fire talking, sharing stories, having a couple of drinks. And later on, we're sitting there. It's probably, what, 1230 in yeah, the morning? Yeah, pretty close to 1230. We're literally just sitting around the fire in chairs. And Dick from Old Guy Firewood, his shoe goes flying. We don't know what happened. Nobody knows what happened. And he said, what just happened to my shoe? <laughs> and then his phone was on the ground and not whatever. So he so, was like, clearly you're in no condition to make a, ra- a, a rational decision. Right. And so last year. <laughs> so we took advantage of poor Dick. <laughs> um, back 40's live stream. When I drink, when I don't drink, I'm loud. I can't hear that great. And loud Excuse settings, us. I get louder. But when I drink, I get even louder. So during Dan's live stream last year, I got a little bit loud. I got a little bit loud. I would say. And um, I've been known yeah. as the loud guy. So Dan was worried that the hotel is going to say, you guys are too loud. It's too crazy. You can't Kick do this here. Not let it happen. So after a couple drinks and Dick's shoe goes flying, and Dick had mentioned earlier in the night that he had texted Dan earlier that mm-hmm. day, Rachel comes up with the idea. It wasn't my idea. To text Dan from back 40. Well, because Dan's going to believe everything Dick has to say. He wouldn't believe it coming from me. No, he would know it was purely BS coming from Heath. But we knew that he would trust whatever Dick had to say. Because Dick's a trustworthy guy. So Dick texts Dan and he says, Dan, you're not going to believe this. (laughs) Heath was so loud, he got us kicked out from the outdoor patio area. Good luck tomorrow. (laughs) Good luck tomorrow. Well, and poor Dick, he didn't even know he was typing this. Like, I fed him every single word, and he was like, my fingers don't work. Like, (laughs) he was having a hard time typing, so it was perfect, because then the next day. (laughs) So the next day, we're at the show, and Dick comes up to me, and he says, Oh my gosh, I think we ruined the live stream tonight. You need to call hotel management and try to smooth this over. And I was like, Dick, what are you talking about? And he said, I talked to Brad and he said that Dan told him we got kicked out of the patio area and they're not going to let him do his live today because we got kicked out. So he might have to do the live stream from his room. And I said, Dick, you're the one who sent that text to Dan. And he said, no, I didn't. I said, yes, you did. Dick pulls out his phone and he sees the text that he sent to Dan and realized that he was the one who started this whole thing. I mean, I guess us vicariously through him. <laughs> he didn't know. Sorry, Dick. We love you. <laughs> so, so that made it even better because Dick great. literally pranked he himself. It. Hook, but line, and sinker. Dan bought it hook, line, and sinker. Dick bought it hook, line, and sinker. And he's the one who did it. Everyone was worried. Dan didn't know what was going to happen. And he called laughing. the hotel. Yeah. And it was literally all over nothing because we were right. very well behaved the we night before. We were very before. well behaved. They didn't kick us out. So that was a lot of fun. And I was even pretty quiet at the live stream. I'm he very, was. I was very well behaved. There I was a say. lot of people. You you blended right into the noise level, I think. Right. It was very loud. But the hotel staff mm-hmm. is great. They said they did. I know they Dan were more than welcoming to that us. They're excited for next year. I mean, it's a lot of fun for everyone involved. Yeah, nobody's rude or mean or causes damage. Everybody's great. So Yeah, this community is one of a kind. And if you're not part of it and you become part of it, you'll know what everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a lot of fun people that are supportive and all willing to help each other out, talk. Nobody really acts like they're better than anyone else. Yeah, you'll get you'll get some criticism on how to do stuff or how to run a chainsaw, how to fell a tree, stuff like that. But it's really not bad at all. No. I've learned a ton 
a ton from this community, from viewers, subscribers, fans, other content creators, everything. And I love it. So thank you to everyone. Right. Well, as we're sitting out there at the fire, this big group of people comes and they're looking at us like, should we come out? And I was like, come on over. Welcome to them. You know, yeah, she's like, what was, are you guys here for? Well, no, I was like, you can come. We're not going to bite. You can sit by the fire. Like we're, you know, we kind of were sitting off to the side. Like there's plenty to share. Like, so they come over and they're all talking and we're talking in our little area. And then a bunch, like a few people left. So I went and I sat down by the fire with them and I was like, so what brings you here? And what are you in town for? And they're like, oh, for the Paul Bunyan show. And I was like, we're here for the Paul Bunyan show. So then we start telling them like we have a YouTube channel and like Dick, old guy firewood and I I think Brent was still up. Maybe Brent had gone back. Yeah, I don't I think remember. It might have just been us and Dick from old guy firewood. I don't know, but so we're we're point. like promoting our YouTube. Like we're here for YouTube and telling them they're like, oh, that's really interesting. Like we really want to get into our own social media stuff. So then the one guy pulls out his phone and he's like trying to find our YouTube and he's like, I can't find it. So I was like, well, come on over, like pull the chair over, like come sit here. <laughs> and he sits down and I'm like, go to look at it. And everything is in another language because he's from Norway. So his phone, I've never seen somebody else's phone that is not in English. <laughs> she takes other people's phones a lot to subscribe so, them to Hard Work and Man. Right. So I was Help like, them with technology. I was like, I can't even. I said, where is it? And I was like, oh, well, that's him because the icon on Hard Working Man is Heath sitting on a golden lion with his cut off jean jacket shirt. And I was like, yep, that's him. You don't and need then, language to know that. No. And I was like, pretty sure that black oval is subscribed. So I'm like, oops, I subscribed to you. <laughs> and then he wanted to see some videos. So I was like, I don't know where, how do you find video? Where's the button? So he pushed it and he was like, all right, I'm going to go watch this up in my room later. I'm going to check it out, you know? And, and that was what Ole, right? Ola? Ula. Ula from VPAC. He designed and built a custom firewood bagging machine, which you can see in the background of our interview video yeah, that we did at the Paul Bunyan Show. It's pretty impressive. A little beyond the scope of the firewood that we produce, but... That was a sweet idea. Yeah. There was a, the guy there that bought that machine. Kyle. Kyle he, from Colorado. Kyle Hi. from Colorado. He plans on bagging 500,000 bags a year, and he's going to be running two of the VPAC machines. So that's impressive, and... Anyone who does firewood knows that the profit margins are in the smaller, more specialized firewood, like bagged bags or bundles. So mm -hmm. he's he's onto something there. So they were fun to me and to, unexpected. You know, they just happened to be at our hotel, so we hung out that night a little bit, and then saw them. Not the next day. I couldn't find them. We couldn't find. It's such a big show, and we were like busy, too busy yes. to just go wander around. So. I think on Saturday we finally made it over yeah. and and saw them and talked to them. So I got to meet a couple of the others and great guys. So check out their Facebook. They don't have a YouTube. They're they're on Facebook. VPAC. And talking about the show being busy, we got there on Friday. Friday is usually not as busy. It was crazy busy. We thought we'd be able to walk around a little bit, check out the show, and we didn't make it hardly anywhere. We got to the Easton Made booth. We were there for a minute. We tried to get from the Easton Made booth up to see John from Frickin' Jeep. And we could hardly take a few steps without somebody stopping and talking to us, which is awesome. Yeah, That's what it's all about. We were like, wow, this is so much fun. There's so many people here who are like 
want to see us and talk to us. You know, like, watch the awesome. show, wanted to thank us. We were giving out free t-shirts. We teamed That's up with Andrew really from Easton made, <laughs> giving out free shirts, and Bobby from Allwood, yeah. the hardworking man on the front, and their log splitter companies on the back. But a we lot of people wagon. didn't even know we were giving out shirts. Or they didn't even want one, but they just wanted to talk, maybe get oh, a picture, yeah. and that's awesome. It's what this is all about, so that was a lot of fun. But we didn't really get to see much that day. We Easton made, no. got to see John, and go get some food, and I think that was about it for Friday, besides tons of people, which was awesome. Yeah, I think that's basically where, but we didn't get there until around noon on Friday, Yeah, because we were up with Dick. Late night Thursday. Yeah. Plus, we were like not thinking there was going to be a lot going on necessarily Friday. Right. And then we stayed till the end. It closes out at five, and stayed after that. And then yeah, I was trying to think that wasn't the day it rained on us. Was no, it? so Friday that, that was, was Friday Night Live. So James Baton, who was there helping out at Easton Made, he runs a 37D. We know him from the channel. Yeah, we're like, where do you want to go for dinner? Like, and he's like, I don't have dinner. anywhere to go. And he said a place like just down the road. From the show was really good. And so, really fast, and fast because we stayed late. The show ended at 5. We probably didn't leave there till 6, after 6. And we wanted to get back to the hotel in time to hang out, talk to people, and before Dan's live stream started at 8. Right. right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he started an hour early. So he's like, no, don't worry, this place is good, and it's it super was fast. fast. I mean, it's really it's just a short order cook on a flat top grill. It's just a bar. Basically, right. with but seating and with the Paul Bunyan show in town, so was it, everyone else. We got in and we got full. a seat next to some other people, but it took over an hour to get our food. I don't yeah. know if they lost our order because there was only four of us, and we kind of think that they lost. Got it. there after us, got their food, ate, and left before we even got mm -hmm. our food. James felt bad. It's not I his know. fault. It's, not it's your fault. <laughs> you know, the food was all right. We got our food. It was we made it back. It was sufficient. Our bellies were full. Just in time for the live, which is why we left a day early to not scramble. But we were scrambling anyways. It seems like it's just the story of our lives. I think lives. we got like the live started at eight, and we probably got to the hotel at like seven forty-five. Yeah, it was not what we were planning, but it all worked out. We made it. Some other people that. We're having dinner, and it took much longer than they expected due to how busy it was. They didn't get there until after the live started, and I think a few people showed up after the live was mm -hmm. done already. I think we just greatly underestimated how many people would be leaving the show and eating at the same time. And a smaller town, they're not, they're not ready equipped. for they're not the ready. amount of people that were at the Paul Bunyan <laughs> show this but year. So It was fine. We had good dinner, good conversation, got to meet James, talk to him more. Because I think that was about the last time we really got to see James until sometime on Sunday. Yeah, because it was just so busy. Mm -hmm. We do want to say thank you to uh, some of the, I guess, manufacturers that were very hospitable to us. Andrew and the crew from Easton made. They're mm -hmm. always great. Those yeah. guys are a blast. Chris from Wolfridge Splitters, he showed us the new 17 VS, his new vertical splitter. We didn't get any footage of it. We failed at getting a lot of footage of any equipment. We only got the 40C from Easton made. We did our interviews mm -hmm. with other content creators, which turned out awesome. Yeah, Even though we, we missed just... some that we really wanted to catch up with. But it was so busy, it was hard to get away to find people. And I feel like some people might have been there in the morning, and we were more of the afternoon shift, I guess you could say. Right. Like, people, a lot of people were gone that we wanted to say hi to. Or maybe they were there and we just couldn't find them. I don't know. It's, it's pretty... If you've never been... I don't know if Paul Bunyan has been like this in the past, or if it's just like this this year... I really don't it wasn't this busy year. last year. 
But there were more vendors this year. Yeah, it was um, full. Like they typically have, it's like a whole fenced-in circle. Picture like your county fairgrounds, and then they do like inner ring and outer ring. But then this year, outside of that fence, they had a whole another like double rows lined of vendors and you know just booths of people selling machines and. I mean, there's people that sell like shirts and clothes and stuff too, and a yeah, whole any, lot of anything stuff. to do with logging, firewood, tree service, everything Boots. and anything. Hikes. <laughs> and uh, the content creator presence at this show is like oh, nothing yeah. else. We went to the the New York State Woodsman's Days in Boonville, New York, mm-hmm. and there were some like YouTube content creators. But not like this. This no. is the show to be at if you're involved with any of that. Right. If you watch YouTube and want to see anybody who makes YouTube videos, that's the place. That's where to you be. want to be. We really wanted to catch up with Doug from One Eye Customs. We wanted to catch up with Sandy from Sawing with Sandy. Those are two people that I communicated with a little bit, trying to catch up with. And in the future, we need to do better at making sure that our paths cross because. We met some new people that were a lot of fun, and I'd like to meet them in person as well because I've, you know, chatted with them. You chat with people through comments and whatnot, and obviously, I'd love to meet other people like Adam from Hometown Acres and the Morgans and stuff like that, but we did meet Nick from Nick Pixel TV. That guy is a riot, has a ton of energy, and I'd love to do more with him moving forward. We also met Buckin. Talk about energy. And we met his wife. Very nice lady. Oh, super sweet. That was a lot of fun. And the only reason I think we got to meet him and do our interview with him was because we were there last man standing Sunday night. Yes. The show was closing down. Half Machines of it was were moving out. Up. <laughs> we just got done meeting up with Josh and the guys at Brute Force yeah. because we had met them at dinner the night before, which was another crazy story. Yeah, I'll tell you that. In a but, minute. uh,. We were walking out, basically going to say bye to Andrew and the Easton Made crew, and we saw Buckin. And I was like, we got to see if he'll do our interview. And he right. was gracious enough to do it. And not only was he gracious enough to do it, but he knocked it out of the park. He it did. was a lot of fun. He was so fun. So that was cool. And well, because typically to see, to meet up with Buckin, like he's got a line. There's a line yeah. out the door for, you know, he has like hours set up at the booth he's going to be, which is the way to do it. To make, if you, if when you're you get that, that big, big, I mean, you got Buckin, you yeah. got outdoors with the Morgans, the girls from Lumber Capital Log Yard. Like if, you have, if we can't yeah. walk around, there's no way those guys are walking around oh. at the show. Adam <laughs> from Hometown Acres, you know. Right, like I mean, it's got to be, have, I guess, somewhat controlled when right, you get it makes to that sense level to set hours so that you know you have to be there, and then people know to find you there. So that makes sense. Right, but so to, going back to Josh and the brute force guys. So the Saturday night, we go out to dinner with Brad from Firewood at the Furnace, Dick from Old Guy Firewood, Jack Log uh, Cabin Firewood, Jack Log Cabin Firewood, Brent from around Brent. the yard, and then Dick's son. You know, a couple of people were like, let's go to a steakhouse. We want a good ribeye. Chaz, ribbon. forgot Chaz. Chaz, there with Brad. <laughs> I said a couple other people. We can't name everybody. We're, we're, we draw a big crowd. Zach. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, our son Zach was with us. But anyway, we all were like, we want a good ribeye, and there's a place known for having great steaks. Yeah. So we're leaving the show, and I text Brad, and I said, Brad, you know, where are we going? Like, where are you at? He you tells us the yet? name of the restaurant, which... We're closer to it leaving the show than they were coming from the hotel. So they said it's about a 45-minute wait. They so don't take reservations. Don't take reservations. So I'm like, well, we'll go straight there and get our name on yeah. the list. We get there, put our name on the list. They tell us it's an hour and 45 minutes. Hour and 45 minutes. minutes. But you can get us some drinks from the bar while yeah. you're waiting. So Rachel and I go grab a drink. drink, you know, text those guys, hour 45. And they're like, are you serious? Like, yep. 
and Josh and the Brute Force guys were there. Yeah, I walked... Well, first I saw the Hammerhead guys. The Hammerhead guys, Hammerhead attachments. They make different skid steer attachments for firewood. Mm -hmm. And they were there. We had talked to them a little bit before, so... We grabbed a drink, and we were just chatting with them. Mm -hmm. Then I get a text from Brad. He's like, hey, we found this other steakhouse. They said it's about a half hour, 45 minutes. We're going to go there. So we're like, all right, finish our drinks. Finish tell the drink. guys bye. Jump in the tr in the van. Shoot over to this other place. Get in the door. We're not there for 10 minutes. Then my watch rings, and, and it's like... Your table's your ready. Your table's ready. It was <laughs> not even probably 45 minutes at the other no, place. No, it hadn't even been close to an hour. They said hour and 45. So. And we had a half hour, 45 minutes still to wait at yeah, that place. Yeah, so I so said, we all we looked want at our each reservation? Other. And we were like, took yep. took off <laughs> and sprinted back to the next place. Yeah. Got there, got our dinner, and everything worked out all right. Yeah. It was really and good And it food. was good. It a lot was of definitely fun. worth going there. I liked it. It was a nice dinner. But yeah, then we saw like the Brute Force guys and they're like, hey, how was that other place? We're like, we never ate there. <laughs> yeah. We came back and ate where we started at. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, at least it's all pretty close. So it's like less than 10 minutes apart from each well, place. That just but goes just to show funny. how overwhelmed I think those local businesses were, which shows mm -hmm. like this is great for the local business. So Yeah, no. So we want to thank everyone who let us interview them for our video. I know a lot of people were... A little uncomfortable because it, it can be kind of scary if you don't know what they're going to ask you. Like Chris from In the Woodyard, I'm always a little nervous when he puts a camera in your face. Like, not sure where you you're... made him blush last I year. Know. He's not... nervous, I think, when he puts a camera <laughs> yeah. in your face, too. You should be, Chris. Watch out. No, so I was like, I don't know what he's going to do. So, what, we were very nice to people. Like, I would. We just well, Rachel them. did the interviews. I held the camera, and she knocked it out of the yeah. park. Interviewing <laughs> people is not easy. It's not easy. And to you remember. can tell the first couple, you know, she had to get into her groove. But once she did, she made everyone feel comfortable. Everyone was laughing. Everyone had a good time, and the video turned out great. So, if you haven't watched it, check out yeah. again Hardworking Man on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, click on the link, uh, Hardworking Man below. Click videos and check that video out. Mm -hmm. It is. Not only is it great if you have a channel or are considering having a channel, but just get to know some of the people from the channels you watch. It was a lot of fun to do. It and was a lot of fun. Honestly, turned out better than I expected. So that idea, when we do stuff, we try to do stuff a little bit different than other channels. So many channels go to these shows, and so many channels show the equipment, which right. was awesome. So we knew we didn't have to do one showing all the equipment. Right. We didn't want to do the exact same no, thing. So we're like, they're going to get to see that from these other people. So And at the Boonville show in New York, we came up with the idea of let's go to all of the log splitter manufacturers and interview the owners the or owners. you know whoever's there representing them just to get their backstory so you can see the men behind the companies. Yeah, and I loved that. I loved I, like we learned so much we that did. I never would have known. And I it was, that was cool, great. and it was a lot of fun, and people liked it. So here we didn't know what we were gonna do, and so we go to the show Friday. <laughs> we do Friday Night Live. Just hang out Friday, waiting to figure out S Saturday what we're doing. morning. I'm getting out of the shower and I hear right. It hits me. I say, Rachel, I know what we're doing. And I, I just thought I was like, this show is about the people and so many content creators here. Let's get to know the content creator. So on our way, driving to the Paul Bunyan show, our son Zach was with us and the three of us worked together to come up with four questions. or five questions. Cause we knew that if we got a lot of people, we had to limit the questions and we wanted the right. same questions for every person. So we just came up with four basic questions, four or five, and we asked every single content creator that we could come in contact with 
We missed a few that were there Friday and we I never know. saw again. Never Larry saw and again. Robin. Um, Dean from outside in Michigan. Larry and Robin from outdoor, outdoors with, outdoors Larry, with Larry and Robin. Their channel's been exploding lately. S'more Subscribers. Uh, Dana from S'more Firewood was there. And there's some other ones that we missed. Skitter Cav. Skitter Cav. You know, and I mean, we just we I saw them one night, and then that was basically it. If we had this plan going in, we could have got them. We could have got some more right. big channels, perhaps, if they would have taken part in it. But we didn't think of it until later, and we did the best we could, and I think it turned out great. So thank you to everyone who participated in that. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. We didn't do the YouTube channels for businesses like Andrew from Easton made. He has a great channel. Chris Wolf has a channel. Yes, there are. Cha you know, we just wanted the content creator. And even though those channels are great, we had to. We knew we had to narrow our scope so that it didn't end up being a three-hour video. Well, so. and I felt a little bad. Like there was a lot of follow-up questions I would have liked to ask or to have more of a conversation. But again, we can't give one guy twenty minutes and then the other guy gets thirty seconds. Like we, as long as we stuck to the questions, then and it could be. I guess thinking about that and getting towards the end of this podcast. Another question for you guys. Who would you like mm -hmm. us to bring in on our podcast in the future? We plan on working with other channels, business owners, whoever, and bring people on board, do a podcast with them, interviews, talking, and just so you guys can get to know them. So go on YouTube, Hardworking Man, find this podcast video that we released, and in the comments, let us know, like, who would you like to see us bring on board? So at the Paul Bunyan show, like we mentioned, it was so busy and it was awesome meeting people that watch our channel that we interact with in the comments. Timon, Timon the Buckeye, he was there so excited to meet us. He was wearing a heated Aurora vest that, that he, he won, won on our channel, which was awesome. We yeah. love giving stuff away. I don't know. I just love doing it. And to see someone yeah. there. We had a lot of giveaways. With something that they won from the channel was awesome. Yeah, and Timon sweet. comments on... He's Everyone's first. channels. He's, He's the, first. the first one to comment. <laughs> and, and he live streamed first. If you're in the Firewood community on YouTube, you know who Time yeah. in the Buckeye is. Joe from Joe's Premium Firewood always says go blue because we're in Michigan, big Michigan fans here. We're not as much, but uh, Time in the Buckeye and Joe go back and forth. Um, uh, so are there any, I guess here, here's where I want to, if you've never been to the Paul Bunyan show, we just keep saying, it's so busy, it's so busy. No, it's really not overwhelming, just so you all know. It's really not an overwhelming thing. There's plenty of walking room. You're not... Oh, yeah. I don't like crowds. Like, I don't like if you can't find a place to park somewhere. I don't want to go. And if you have to, like, fight through people and people are, like, in your... Touching your space and you can't see stuff. It wasn't like that at all. So, for us to say it was, like, really busy and we had, like, we couldn't really move. That's just because we were talking... Talking to, to so people, many people. It was like being at a fun party where it's like everybody's, you're just mingling. That's kind of what it was like. Right. Like you just have different people you're mingling with. But if you're just somebody who doesn't know anybody, you're you're freely walking around. There's not any, I mean, the weights at food wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't bad It at went all. really fast. There was good food. The um, That barbecue was delicious. The wood-fired pizza was good and it, it was, was fast. It was, good. it was good. It wasn't bad, but it was, and it was fast. I mean, you didn't have to wait half an hour to get your pizza. Right. And I got Spam Musubi from some Filipino food truck, which, shocking, was there. <laughs> it was good, though. Right. So, I'm just saying, when I say it was busy, it's because I had the idea. I didn't know that we were going to be talking to so many people, and I wanted to check out 
meet some more people like Bob from Mets Machine. I never got to talk to him. We were at that we're at booth, booth for, for over two time. hours <laughs> on Saturday morning because we saw somebody we wanted to interview and we went there and it was yeah. just one after another after another. Yeah, but it was great to get the, them all. The Yapa firewood processors are sort of what got me into this in the beginning when I started looking into firewood more and wanting to upgrade my process and started getting on YouTube and I found Joe from Ohio Woodburner. He had the Yapa and... That was actually the first processor that I asked Rachel, if you watch our Easton Made video for the 40C mm-hmm. that we just did, when I came to her and said, I want to get a firewood processor, the Yapa was what was on my mind. Run it behind the tractor, run that thing, and she was like, nope, you don't need a processor, you don't have time to do it. But now, right. as the journeys moved along, maybe a processor will be in our future. Not in the immediate future, no. but in the future because like, she's seen have, what they can like do. You look like you're teasing. There's no tease. No. So you know. But she's seen now what they can do and she's seen all of the work that goes into firewood right. and realizes how beneficial that could be as we grow our business. Right. But again, that is something that we're, we're working towards. <laughs> it's something that in the I'm future. like, okay, I can understand that now. That would be fine to have in our wood yard. So Jack from Log Cabin Firewood, he was like, sounds like you got permission to buy one? Not yet. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day. Takes a little more than me appreciating the beauty of a machine to to pull the trigger. So no. But yeah, when I say how busy it was, that's it was yeah. busy for us and for some other content right. creators. Right, like it's but not overwhelming. It was, no, it's you a know, fun, like, active show though. You're not going to be yeah. bored. Well, you will okay. not be bored at this show. One of the things that we completely missed, which I think is like the main gist of the Paul Bunyan show, there's competitions going on. There's lumberjack competitions. Yes, we didn't get to see we any of those. We didn't watch a single one. We Where met last a year we got to watch them. Yeah, yeah, we did meet a competitor, we one of the world the champion hotel. chainsaw guys, yeah. and former MLB player. So that was cool. Got to right. talk to him. Our son plays college baseball. You know, you meet a lot of great people and you get to know people on a different level than just YouTube. Yeah. So, so I'm like, we missed all of that. So there's plenty to do. There's plenty to like spend your time doing while you're there besides just looking. If you're not like into big machinery, there's still lots to do in the family. There's lots of families that were there and... I think everybody had a good time that was yeah. around. Like, you're not going to be bored. The weather think. this year wasn't bad. On, well, yeah, on Friday, it was thing. in the 80s. The weather. You have to plan for the weather for Because all you never weather. know what you're going to get. Friday the in the West. 80s and Saturday and Sunday, probably 50s. It was 50s. We got caught in a rain hailstorm hail Saturday, Saturday night. night. After the show closed, luckily, Easton Maid had the tent, which yeah. saved us for we the second huddled. time in a row. Because that Boonville, we got caught. <laughs> In an absolute downpour, downpour, and everyone in the immediate area was under the tent. And then you look over and you see people hiding under firewood conveyors (laughs) and duck up under processors. But we were luckily by the tent when that hit that we could get under there. So, So like, um, second piece of advice if you're going to come to the show, make sure you bring long pants and wear them, Jack. (laughs) You wear shorts. And And Ola, I think, wore shorts. Yes, he had shorts, but he didn't care. He was like, it's going to be good. Um, just bring all sorts of warm, like I, I had this, this was like my warmest outer and I wish I would have had something thicker, heavier. Yeah, at one point warmer. I had a t-shirt, my flannel and a hardworking man hoodie on. It was just the wind. I mean, it's, it's open. So there's going to be wind. So no, be prepared for clothing, bring an umbrella cause bring it's jacket, October and boots. Ohio. Yeah. Bring boots. Cause it could have been muddy. So yeah, that's the other thing to prepare if you're going to come 
to these outdoor shows is yeah. just be prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times when I travel, I travel like where I'm going is where I'm at. So I'll go someplace and I have all my warm clothes because I'm in Michigan and it's cold and I get to where I'm going and it's hot and I don't have anything ready for it <laughs> because I live, I guess, in the now. So I go outside, I check the weather and that's what I go for. I know what the weather's been here in Michigan and what clothes I've needed and I didn't bring what I needed there in Ohio for this weekend. And we'd been checking the weather going forward because we gave away the t-shirts and we knew we needed good weather for people to wear the t-shirts. And initially when the 10-day forecast came out, it was 70s and 80s all weekend long and we were like, perfect. Well, then Friday it was hot, Saturday, Sunday. The only people that had the t-shirts on either had them under a flannel where you could see them or they had to take their sweatshirts off or their jackets off for us to see them for the giveaways that we did, which was a lot of fun also. We gave away a lot of great prizes, including $100, like we said we would. Right. And I guess maybe next year we'll have to do maybe some hoodies or some jackets (laughs) and the t-shirts so people can wear them because that's the whole point of it, but. Right, and I would say you would want to have two days to go through the show. Yeah, at least two, two full days. days. Unless you there. only want to see, if you don't care to see all the, they have super impressive, like if you work in tree service, like big, huge chippers, lifts. Like if you're only going there for the firewood stuff, you can hit all that in one day. But if you're only going there for the, the tree service stuff, you could probably hit all that in one day. But there's a lot of stuff that even though it might not be in your niche, you still might want to see it because it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff there that you never knew existed. So you right. might want a day or two to check it out. And meeting the people is what it's all about. So Yeah, and don't ever be intimidated to come up and talk to anybody because everyone we talked to was Has been great. super nice and welcoming. And Oh, they also don't run the machines nonstop. So it was really – it's kind of funny, don't you think, when – like a machine turns on and the crowd that forms around to like watch it run. Well, yeah, because if you see these machines, they can't run the machines nonstop. They would need to cut down a rainforest. <laughs> right. But, right. Uh, so they have to buy the wood to run the demos on the yeah. machine. So they run them sporadically. Or if somebody is, comes up and is interested and is like, hey, I'm considering buying one of these, they'll run a little demo for you. We got the little demo on the 40C at right. Easton Made. But at the end, they auction off all the wood, and all the money, mm-hmm. I believe, goes to a good cause. And I mean, it goes something. <laughs> goes somewhere. <laughs> but uh, they, so you got to buy the wood to show your machine, I mean, you have and to then be they local. auction off the wood to raise money, you which have I to can be only local assume. To buy it, yeah. So we really don't know what happens to it. <laughs> but uh, but so they can't run the machines constantly all no. day every day. But it's or really they, they fun. would have so much wood it would be crazy. Like you hear a machine turn on, and then you and look, and there's this huge crowd. You got all cell of phones. You got cameras. Yeah. You got people. So, so that part's fun. So. So if you want to see a certain machine run and you don't ask, you might sit there for a while until it runs. You might have to wait. Runs. That's so. why I'm like, plan a day in a couple, or two. Yeah, plan in like two days just in case. But no, I think that about does it with our Paul so. Bunyan wrap up. Any questions you have? YouTube we'll comment them. section. We yeah. love the comments. We love the feedback as long as it's positive. <laughs> Constructive <laughs> criticism is all right. But mostly that's all we get. We don't get a whole lot of no. negative anything. So We've that's heard a cool. lot of people, they're like, oh, you guys probably get all these comments. But really, we don't get mean comments. It's probably because Rachel, I mean, who could be mean to her? Well, once in a while, someone is mean to me. You know who <laughs> you are. People. We got you're... people for that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't block you on the podcast, probably, but you blocked on YouTube. No, but we really don't have people that are mean. No, it's been a lot of fun. Great journey, (laughs) and we hope to continue to grow. Thank you, everyone who's nice. We appreciate that.
We don't really have to have someone's like, you have to have thick skin to be on YouTube. And I don't really think that's true. I, mean, I guess us. it might depend on what part of you, like what niche you're in. Because I'm sure there's some that you do. Well, probably there is a lot that you would have to. Not our channel, though. So I think that about does it for our first podcast. So thanks for watching, tuning in, listening. And we're going to try to do one once a week. So give us some feedback. Let we're us know going to think. do one once a week. If we say we're going to try to, we won't. We're doing a podcast We'll do once one a once week. a week. There. Unless there's extingent circumstances. Extingent? Is that the right word? I, I use the wrong big words a lot. <laughs> but most people don't know unless she calls me out on it. Uh, extenuating circumstances? Yes, unless there is extenuating circumstances. Or extingent. Or extingent. I mean, extingent could be the right <laughs> it's word. Probably right. I don't know. I'm but smarter I... than I look sometimes. Right. You'd be like, I don't know where I got that from. You just roll with it. Confidence <laughs> is 90% of the game. <laughs> right. Make them all question is that real word or not? Most people won't know. even they'll just be like, man, that guy's smart. He uses big words. <laughs> so. That's it, right? That's it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Have a guys. Great day, guys.